Joining us now is special guest and Melvin Hills III, the most recent Longhorn commitment, uh, just uh, announcing for uh, the University of Texas on Wednesday. Uh, Jerry Hamilton was there uh, in Lafayette with uh, Melvin and his family and his coaches. Uh, Jerry, I'm going to let you do the honors here and start off questions uh, for the latest Longhorn, Melvin Hills III. First of all, great ceremony, Melvin. That was a packed house, man. Uh, the cake looked unbelievable. Um, er everything was very well done. Um, so bef before you get into why the Texas, kind of take people through that day. That What is it like for you, man? I mean, these are dreams come dream comes true scenario for you, right? You had the ACL injury as a sophomore, right? And so you're probably sitting there in rehab wondering, man, is this all going to happen for me? Do I have this planned out? Talk about everything leading up to this moment for you. Um, well, coming into my freshman year, uh, it was a new program. Like, like LCA was a new program to me. And they, they always uh, brought out top athletes that you had to play, play with, learn from and everything. Um, like one person I looked up to was Fitz, Fitzgerald West. Uh, he always showed us, uh, showed us the ins and outs of recruiting, how to play football, and everything you need to know. So the fr my freshman year was more of a learning experience. I played a few games, but it was really more of a learning experience. But the sophomore year, sophomore year was really my, I felt like it was my chance to come and like take over like the game and everything. And I balled out for the first three games and then week three came against Acadiana. Uh, against a weird team, um, and like I, I tore my ACL, and it was a, it was a surprise and shock to me because I didn't think I would have got hurt from something like that. Uh, I I never saw that coming into my life, and, and for that to come in my life and change everything around, it really it really surprised me when I had ended up with an offer offers from at the end of the season because um, I had I know, like my mom had said I had played only three games. Um, I didn't think that was enough for any college team to ever recognize or see, but um, but from what that looks like, I guess it was, and I'm glad that I thank God that it was. And then when I I had noticed, like now I'm have a chip on my shoulder. Everybody gonna want to come after me, come get me, or come get a piece of it. So I just started working in the offseason more and more and more, trying to find the best people to go against, trying to work out with any, trying to work out with the skills group, get faster, work out with the biggest linemen, get stronger. Work out my mental reps, everything that I would think I thought I would need, and all that came into effect for my junior season. Um, and that's when I felt like I had one of the one of the best junior seasons that you could see in a, in a high school level. But D -line. Hey, Melvin, uh, congratulations again uh, yesterday. Uh, the uh, the thing I would ask you, I guess, uh, about is uh, why Texas. Uh, it's my understanding it was came down to Texas and Ole Miss. What about the Longhorns? Uh, kind of put them over the top for you? Um, it was really Coach Boy and Coach Sark. I mean, Coach Sark. Uh, they, they showed me everything, the ins and outs of Texas. Um, they had the communication level down pack, uh, the family level, the trust pack, package all in there. Um, every day Coach Boy uh, talked to me and chatted up how, actually how my day was um, and everything like that. And Coach Sark always take my, my mom and my dad, always checking up on us, checking up on them. My mom had surgery. Uh, Texas was the only school that really came uh, to uh, talk to us and everything about it and everything really asked about it. That really was a, a great connection from uh, the school point of view right there, knowing that they, that's, they like family now, but like a second family coming check up with my first family. So that really helped with it. And then watching what, what Coach Bo produced and what Coach Stark produced when they was together, um, 
Coach Bo had produced when he was at Bama, when he was at LSU. He coached in the NFL, so he knows what what a D lineman needs to to do to get to the next level. And Coach Sark coached also in the NFL, so he knows what a player has to do to get to the next level. And they both have great family aspects. They always with their family. Um, they always want to talk about talk about how the family aspect is with the team and everything. And, and all the players over there is like one big family. They always with each other. And that's one thing I I feel like I want to be a part of because that's the same way with my teammates right now. So when you when you went on the visit to Texas, and obviously you went on a, a unofficial, but when you went on the official, what Texas players did you talk to to kind of I, I know you guys ask questions. What's your experience like at Texas? What's it like playing for Coach Bo or Coach Sarkeesian? What Texas players did you talk to and what kind of feedback did you get? I talked to I really hung around Byron Murphy a lot. Showed me like showed me like new things with college football, like how he always worked hard and how like he like came out of high school, um, like already had it on his mindset he can graduate early and he's gonna make it to the league. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Like, that's, and that's different. Like Most players don't think, like, think of that aspect um, or think like that. So when you see somebody else uh, going grinding, like, dang, I, ain't even, I ain't even think of that. Now I got to think about something like that so I could be better than the next person on me. That's that's the before class. Now I want to be better than that class because I want to make Texas even better than what it really is. I also talked to Baron Sorrell. Um, he's another Louisiana native, a boot baby, but I went to Texas and he's living his life greater than Texas right now. Balling out, um, he said like the atmosphere is great. Uh, it's it's a, it's like a close to home feeling for him. So I really I really like talk to them too mostly. Um, but I also talked to like Derek from like down. He from my Derek from my hometown. Uh, he's at Texas right now, so that's a, also a good a good sign. Like, okay, multiple Louisiana babies are, uh, out there, so let's make it some more. <laughs> I, I tell you what, uh, Baron Sorrell and Byron Murphy, I don't think, Jerry, he could get two better yeah. role models from a guy that uh, they, they both, um, we call it talent maximization. Yeah. They are maximizing what uh, what was given to them. Uh, you know, did they talk to you, Melvin, specifically about what position they wanted you to start out at at Texas? Um, well, the first thing Coach Bo said, he wanted me to play a three, four, five, and a six. So, like, he wanted me to be, like, since he saw my versatility on the field, he wanted me to be able to play everywhere on the D line. Um, kind of, kind of like a, a Mario Ojomo um, yep. type of player, but uh, and, like play like in a six, like coming off the edge or coming off the inside. 
and being able to be like different players and with different type of things, I would easily come from a power move or to a finesse move. You, now, you work um, – your D-line coach, who you also work out with Reggie Williams, right, has trained a bunch of guys that have played college football, power five football. A lot of guys have gone on to the NFL. Um Talk about what y'all are working on headed into your senior year and then as you get ready uh, to go to Texas. What are some areas of your game y'all are really working on as far as your development? Um, one thing I'm really working on is my pad level because uh, I noticed from some games uh, I, I got up the ball kind of high and and I and, um, be getting up high that, that caused me like it took longer to beat the player. So if I get off low, I could easily hit him with all my power and get off him. I'll knock him back to the quarterback or to the running back. So that's one thing I'm really trying to um, work on. And I feel like me personally, my get-off could be way faster than what it already is. So I'm working on get-off with my uh, my teammates. We all see the ball. We getting off fast, trying, trying our best to beat each other uh, and getting off. Uh, the loser get push-ups and stuff like that. Hey, hey, Melvin, give our give our guys here that are watching this and fans at home a sense of exactly how much you're bench pressing now, how much you're squatting, that sort of stuff. Uh, for the folks that over there, a lot of them are just trying to put up 125 pounds right now. What what are you doing these days? Um, the last time I bench max was 325. I had max at 325, and my squat was over 500. So hey, five hundred's pretty good coming a, a year removed from ACL, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you, you lost a lot of time um, w- w- working out. But so um, I know Bobby's going to ask you uh, this question a question in a second. Your senior year, though, uh, this is I, I see you as such a motivated guy, and talking to Reggie about you, just how motivated you are. Um, tell me about a leadership role, okay? Because you, you and Juwan are leaders of the LCA program, right? So talk to me about being a leader, what that means to you. How do you think you go about being a leader and kind of what that does for a successful program? Because you're going from a very successful program at LCA to a program at Texas that has aspirations of being in a college football playoff. Talk about kind of that correlation and what being a leader means to you and how do you think you get, you lead? All right. So for my freshman year, we had great leaders around the team. So I always looked up to them. And my coach always said they got different types of leaders. They got the vocal leaders, and they got the leaders that, that show, like, actually, like, do it before they even say anything. And me personally, I feel like I'm a leader that, I, like, I'll talk, but I, I'll show you before I talk. Like, if I'm going to tell you something, I'm going to make sure I did it before I tell you something. Just so you can say, like, all right, if he's telling me, I mean, he obviously did it before me. So I ain't got no reason not to do it, if you understand. Saying so, I feel like I could carry that on to Texas because uh, they already they already got great leaders um, over there. From, from what I seen, uh, and like the, the type of coaches they have, they they they, they, like, they keep the uh, the, the players uh, on a tight rope. Like we all they all follow the rules and everything. So I feel like I could help just just being me and like doing doing my thing as a player and stepping up when I have to. Uh, Melvin, uh, Jerry mentioned this. You played last year with two knee braces. Uh, that has to be tough on an interior lineman, especially uh, on defense. Now, offense, they can wear those knee braces all they all they need to because they know where they got to go before the snap. You're a little bit different. You have to react and move laterally uh, in a way that you're not necessarily sure of. 
Are you going to wear those knee braces this year? Are, are you, you excited to get back to, to not having, et cetera? What, what do you think about that? On knee braces, it really depends on the team I'm playing against. If it's a past team, I don't think I'm going to have to wear it because, like, my trainer really uh, she, she kind of knows that my, my knee is strong now and back to 100%. So, but I guess a run team, just in case, uh, she, she says she might make me wear the braces because it's not, like, something that I would do. It's something that I, I, I Another person could do. So she wanted me to just wear the knee brace for safe uh, for safety reasons. And this year with the knee braces, I didn't really like them because I felt like they was a little too big. Yeah, every t- after every play, I had to get up, hurry up, pull it back up, <laughs> get back down, and get and keep doing it over and over. And I was like, Lord. <laughs> so hey, I got a, I got a big question for you here. Texas is moving to the SEC. Texas had some success recruiting in Louisiana now. You mentioned Baron Sorrell, uh, Derek Williams, Arch Manning, yourself now committed, Jamon Tapp. Um, there's been a number of guys from Louisiana uh, head to Texas. What are – at your school, in your locker room, what is what do people, your teammates, think about now? Is Texas talked about more? Is it because they're moving in the SEC do people recognize, okay, more Louisiana guys are going to Texas? Kind of what's the vibe with Texas on your team and other recruits you talk to? Um, from today in the locker room, we always talking about Texas as, uh, like at some point, like everybody brought up Texas at some point. Even if it was for my commitment or for like them going to the SEC or like, like, like they finally understand what I'm saying, like they, Texas is up next. Like they're going to be one of the top programs this year, next year, and for the year so on. And like when I talk to other recruits, like they recognize, like yeah, Texas is going to be an upcoming program. They had they had a top class last year. They're going to have a top class this year. So, and they move into the SEC. They get players that, that can play that they see that can play in the SEC. Uh, players that they that they that can play in the SEC already, and they building up to be better players. So I feel like more people, more people are starting to recognize the talents they have that Texas have. And like instead of just the people in Austin seeing it, more people around like. Country That's Melvin Hills, young man from Lafayette, Louisiana, committed to the University of Texas on July 12th. Uh, Melvin, uh, got one last thing to you, to say to you, okay, bud? So, Hook them. <laughs> Have a good one, Melvin. Thanks for joining us. Thank Goodbye. you, Melvin.